Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, present the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, defender of law and order, champion of equal rights. Valiant, courageous fighter against the forces of hate and prejudice. Today, as the mystery surrounding recent events at the Daily Planet deepens, Clark Kent is at 407 Clover Street trying to find some answer to the problem. We'll join him there in a moment. But right now, let's see why Dan McCullough's young pal Rusty is mumbling to himself. Maggie, Jigs, Andy Gump, Hans. Fritz, Popeye. Hey, Rusty, what are you doing? Me? I'm memorizing. Memorizing? Sure, I'm trying to learn the whole list of funny paper characters. You know when that new second series of comic buttons Kellogg's Pep is putting out? Well, sure, but how come? Well, I figured if I learned all 18 in the series, I'd know which buttons to look for, and I'd know which ones I'm missing in my collection. Hey, that's a swell idea. How many have you learned? Uh, I'm not doing so well yet. I just started. <laughs> well, have you tried learning them in groups? How do you mean? Well, you know, if you learn, say, five at a time, uh, lots of folks say it's easier that way. Oh, I see. Learn a group like uh, Maggie, Jigs, Andy Gump, Hans and Fritz before I try to learn the rest. Sure. Then uh, your next group would be Olive Oil and, and Popeye, the Little King, Lord Plushbottom, and Uncle Willie. Then Emmy, Rip Winkle, Pop Jenks, Superman like that? Sure. Bet you find it easier. And I'll bet you're not the only one in the gang who's that hepped up about this brand new second series of pet comic buttons. There's a bright colored and clear cut, and it's so much fun to collect and trade duplicates with your pals. All the up-and-coming fellows and girls in our block are mighty busy with their collections. But remember, there's only one way you can get these exciting comic buttons. You can't buy them anywhere, and you don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. You just make sure Mom keeps stocked up with plenty of Kellogg's Pep, and you'll find your prize in every package. Ask Mom for P-E-P, Pep. The Sunshine Cereal, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. <laughs> Baffled as he has never been before, Clark Kent is trying to discover who impersonated Editor Perry White on the telephone, wrecked Lois Lane's apartment, impersonated the girl reporter, and finally was responsible for the disappearance of Perry White, who was last seen leaving the Daily Planet with $10,000 in cash presumably en route to a theatrical rooming house at 407 Clover Street. Certain that White is in the hands of clever swindlers, Kent, accompanied by Lois, hurried to that address. But to his amazement, 407 Clover Street turned out to be not the theatrical rooming house he had visited earlier that morning, but the residence and studio of a Mr. John Simmons, a piano teacher. Puzzled, Kent studies the paneled, tastefully furnished reception room and finally turns to Lois and Mr. Simmons. I can't understand it. What? When I was here less than two hours ago, this room was twice the size it is now. It, it had faded wallpaper and, and autographed pictures of old-time actors and actresses and, 
And, and the furniture was falling apart. You're mistaken, young man. And it was man. a theatrical rooming house. I talked to a Mrs. Watts, the landlady, in this very room. You're mistaken, young man. I tell you, I'm not. I've occupied this house for 18 years. There's never been any paper on the walls or pictures of theatrical people or broken down furniture. Now, look. Nor I... has there ever been a Mrs. Walsh here. But, Mr. Now, Simmons... just a minute, Clark. Is Mr. Perry White here, Mr. Simmons? Who? Perry White, editor of the Metropolis Daily Planet. I never heard of him. There, you see, Clark, we've obviously come to the wrong place. But I... Now, apologize to Mr. Simmons and we'll be going. Oh, there's really nothing to apologize for. We all make mistakes. I couldn't have made a mistake. Will you stop being a stubborn mule? Look... Really, once he gets an idea in his head, Mr. Simmons, there's just no budging him. So I see. I don't understand it. Stop repeating that, Clark. Now, come on, we've lost enough time. We've got to find the chief. Well, are you coming? Oh, all right, all right, I... I, I guess I did make a mistake. It's quite all right. I'll show you to the door. Can't figure this out, Lois. I can. What do you mean? I'll tell you when we get outside. Well, goodbye. So long. Thank Thanks. you very much. Gosh. I don't... Snap out of his cart. You'll fall down the stairs. Oh, I'm all right. Don't worry about me. Look, what, what, what did you mean when you said you knew what had happened? Well, you got the name of the street wrong. What? I just remembered there's a Dover Street, and it's not far from here. The chief didn't say Dover. He said Clover, 407 Clover. Well, just Clover explain. sounds like Dover. You could easily mistake them. Or the chief could. You know how he is when he's excited. Here comes an empty cab. Taxi! But I tell you, Lord... Taxi! Taxi! No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maybe you're right. If I did mistake the name, that would account for information telling Jimmy there was no telephone for a Mrs. Walsh on Clover Street. Of course it would. Come on, let's get in the taxi. Okay. Yes, but where was I this morning? Now, how do I know? But you weren't here. No. Uh, 407 Dover Street, driver. And hurry, please. driver. Keep the change. Thanks, Mac. Come on, Lois. Wait a minute, Clark. Hmm? 407 is a vacant store. Oh, there's an apartment above it, but it's certainly not the place I visited this morning. Oh, well. Come on, let's check anyway. Here we are. Here's the entrance. Well, what are you waiting for? Oh, I, I uh, guess I'm a little nervous. You don't have to be. You're with me. Well, that's a great help. What? Okay. Look, the name on the bell is Anthar. George Anthar. Well, ring it. That's what I'm doing. Oh, there's the buzzer. Come on, let's go. Gosh, those stairs aren't very well lighted. No, I'll hold your arm. All right, come on, up we go. We shouldn't have come here alone, Clark. Relax, will you? It's easy to say relax, but I don't like this one bit. Don't worry. Oh, why did I ever let myself be talked into this? <gasps> what was that? Oh. The door opened on the first landing. I don't see anybody. Here's look. There's a man standing at the door. Come in, my friend. Let me do the talking, Lois. Uh, my, my, my name is Clark Kent. Are you expecting me? Your friends are expecting you, Mr. Kent. My friend? 
Oh, 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 yes, I see. Uh, this is Miss Lane. Do step in, Miss Lane. Why, uh, thank you. If you will come with me, I will summon your friend. We should have brought the police, Clark. Relax. Now, Just step in through these curtains, please. Take me shot. Sure, sure, go ahead. Nobody's in there. There uh, isn't much light in here. Our departed friends do not like the light. Departed? Hey, wait a minute. Is that a crystal ball on the table? Yes. You're I... a fortune teller. I beg your pardon. I object to that vulgar term in reference to my ancient and honored profession. I am a spiritualist, if you please. A medium through whom you may converse with the spirits of your dear departed. Oh, Clark, a spiritualist. I thought you said my friends were expecting me. They are, young man. Those friends who have passed beyond their earthly confines. May I ask why else you came to me? Uh, a slight mistake on the young lady's part. She, she was sure Clover Street meant Dover Street, you see. I uh, don't understand. Well, frankly, neither do I. I'm sorry to have taken your time, Mr. Uh, uh, Anthar. Yes, uh, goodbye, Mr. Anthar. The door is directly ahead. Yes, I see it. Watch the steps going down, Lois. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, what's so funny? Oh, just a reaction, I guess. A spiritualist of all things. Say, maybe he could have told us what happened to the chief at that. Oh, don't joke about this, Lois. You're right, I shouldn't. Something terrible may have happened, Mr. Weiss. Clark, wait a minute. What is it? Well, you're... You know, I just remembered. What? There's a Stover Street in Metropolis. Oh, so what? Well, don't you see? The chief might have said Stover, and you thought he said Clover. A few minutes ago, you were sure he said Dover. Well, maybe it was Stover. Now, let's try 407 no, Stover. Oh, no, wait a minute, Lois. We can't keep running around in circles. Well, now, that's I, a perfectly I, natural... I'm starting to think this is all a bad dream. Well, believe me, it isn't a dream. But how could I have gone to a rooming house which apparently doesn't exist? I don't know, unless you... Unless I what? Nothing. Oh, I know, I know. You think I imagined all this. No, I didn't say that. But you think it. Well, I didn't. Here, wait a minute. Come on in this drugstore. What are you going to do now? I want to make a phone call. Let's see if I have a nickel. I think I have a nickel. What? No, I haven't. Yeah, I have one. Oh. Are you going to call Inspector Henderson again? No, I'm going to call Jim at the office. But what for? Well, it's just possible that when I didn't arrive where I was supposed to with the money, the... Chief or his impersonator called the planet again. Oh. Let's just see if it... Oh, hello. Uh, Jim Olson, please. This is Clark Kent. And that's our only hope, Lois. If there was any... Oh, hello. Uh, Miss Backrack? Uh, Clark Kent. Is, is Jim Olson there? He what? What? Wait a minute. Say that again. What? What just is it? Just a minute, it? Lois, please. Yes, go on, Miss Backrack. When was this? Where? Yes, yes, I, I'll come right over. Goodbye. Clark, what is it? Clark, answer me. Clark. Strangely silent, Clark Kent stares into space as Lois tugs at his sleeve. What has happened now? We'll return in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. But first, here again is your announcer. You know, gang, you're missing out on something the other kids are having a lot of fun with unless you're collecting that brand new second series of comic buttons from Packages of Kellogg's Pep. 
Sure, you're going to be out in the cold when the fellows and girls compare notes and tell how many different buttons they've collected so far and swap their duplicates. So better hop to it. There are 18 different buttons in this new second series, you know. Each one with a speaking likeness of one of your favorite funny sheet characters. Done up in full comic strip colors, too. Bright and eye-catching as can be. Looks swell pinned on your jacket or dress or cap. And you know the best part is, you don't have to send in a single penny for these snappy new comic buttons. Not even a box stop. Fact is, you can't buy them anywhere. But you can ask Mom to get you a package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Inside each package, there's a thrilling prize for you. Remember, that's P-E-P, Pep. The sunshine cereal, made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Now... Back to the adventures of Superman. Clark Kent has just phoned the Daily Planet from a drugstore. And now, outside the booth, he faces Lois Lane. Clark, what is it? What's happened? Jim. What about Jim? He received a phone call about half an hour ago. Yes? He thought it was from me. From you? Yes, Miss Backrack answered the call first. She thought it was me, too. The man, whoever he was, said he was me, and he spoke exactly like me. Good heavens. He told Jim to get the $10,000 from Darwin, the cashier, and bring it to a certain address. But what address? I don't know. Miss Backrack didn't know. Jim didn't say. He just got the money and rushed out. And now... Now Jim's gone, too. Jimmy Olsen gone, too. Apparently the victim of the same clever gang that trapped Perry White. And Superman helpless to aid them as he seeks desperately for a way through the tangled, baffling maze of mystery. What will happen next? Tomorrow's episode is tense and exciting, fellows and girls, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, and follow the adventures of Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman D.C. publications. Say, how about being a pal to your dog like he is to you? Do him a good turn. Treat him to Kellogg's Grow-Pup Dog Food. It's so full of meaty flavor, and there are three different kinds to pick from. There's grow-pup ribbon, grow-pup meal, and grow-pup pellets. You can give your dog the kind he likes best because they all have what it takes to help keep him right on the beam. For lots of muscle, for strong bones and teeth, ask Mother to base your dog's diet on Kellogg's Grow-Pup every day. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.